Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the REC Podcast, brought to you by the REC Toycast. I'm your host, Roman Chavez, and with me, as always, Eric Icarus. Eric, you can find us on Instagram, at REC Podcast. You can follow myself, at Roman REC Podcast, and you can follow Eric... At gulag underscore J underscore Wilden. Wow, it's just you really, you really, you got to match my energy, man. I need you to. <laughs> I mean, I that's you, the balance. It's <laughs> the counterbalance, baby. It's true, but man, it's a hard left. It's, okay, it is. It's a hard left. The show's hard. It's it's. I I don't know what you mean, but but we're gonna find out. Um, <laughs> hey guys, we're back again. You know, you tell you, your friends. Yeah, you tell your friends. You're not going to get rid of us. We want to make you guys some shows to listen to. And I know what you're saying. You're thinking you guys are making a lot of 25 minute shows. Yep. You know, like what's the deal? We're making them digestible, guys. And obviously, we we want to like book. You know, really yep. have a good theme every now and again. Sure. And we've got a theme today, boys and girls. Um, it, maybe we're we're doing it a little too on the nose lately, but we're going to talk about our favorite Contagion films. But, yeah, but don't don't touch your nose. Don't yeah. Wash your hands. Uh, stay at least six feet away from everybody, even in your own house. Um, if you would like, what I've done is I fashioned many hula hoops together, and I wear them around me like a dress. And you can't—it's you, you bump into me, you know. You, you can't get too close, okay? I got this stick. You know, oh, okay. I just push. I just poke people with it. Yeah. Hey, you! And get away from me! Hey, you! Look out! Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. I get it. I get it. I got uh, a t- board with a nail in it too. <laughs> That's yeah. when I go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's for when I'm serious, when I'm getting real serious, kids. Uh, but no, we want to talk about our favorite Contagion movies. Um, it's something that we kick around a lot, um, especially in this group of friends, because uh, I love zombies. So yep. obviously you guys know where some of mine are going to go. I love vampires. And you love vampires? I love vampires. I was loving I vampires. I like zombies too, man. Zombies and vampires, all right? Um, <laughs> I want to start with you, sir. Yeah. Uh, what what makes a good Contagion film. Okay, there's two schools on this. One. Okay, because take me to school. The, the first one for me is how relatable and how realistic it can Agreed. be. Agreed. Agreed. Like that can make it make it a good, really like, oh man, this hit a little too close to home. Yeah. Or it can be completely ridiculous. Okay. And you can just in a satire basically, yeah. and you laugh about it. Um, I and I'm gonna go with the uh, latter here of uh, the happening. Oh. One of the, uh, that is this is comedy comedy gold. This is a this is a lost treasure from the... Uh... I don't know if you guys heard what he said. He said, this movie is comedy gold. It is. And what I something that I don't think makes a good Contagion movie, but go ahead, Eric. Oh, go no, ahead. yeah. If you want to tell what makes a good one for you, is it the realistic aspect to it? Oh, I'll get there. I'll, I okay. want to hear about the happening. I want to hear about the happening. This is, uh, this Sell is the me. lighter side okay. of, of pandemic <laughs> movies. Uh, this is this was billed as M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong's uh, first R-rated uh, spectacle, his first R-rated theatrical movie, uh-huh. and let me tell you, folks, it disappointed. Oh yeah, but Mark... it, it, it hilariously disappointed. Mark Wahlberg and Zoe. I hate this chick, by the way, Zoe Deschanel. Oh, I like Zoe Deschanel. Uh, she just embodies every millennial trope there is. Yeah, and I mean, she's quirky. She's in a band. She paints. Mm-hmm. I mean, I should be dating her. Yes, yes. But again, yeah. um. So anyway, yeah, yeah, we, we and John Leguizamo, 
Oh, I forgot Jogging Leguizamo was in it. I only watched it the one time. Oh, man, I've seen this movie numerous times because it is that funny. Um, basically, Really? Wow. Oh, yeah, it is, it's hilarious. Rewatch it. No, I no, mean, no, like you watched it numerous times. Oh, That's, yeah. Like, I get that it's funny because it's bad. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just right. the acting. Like, I find something new in there to laugh about every time. Oh, wow. I mean, it's just hilarious. Um, but again, it's, uh, I'm going to spoil it for you because it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, basically, people are just committing mass suicide. Yeah, um, which it has one of the best trailers. Oh my God, the trailer is great. And right. that, that first like five minutes is excellent. Like cool. it really grips you because yeah, it's a lot from the trailer. Yep. But all right, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Very true. And then uh, we get it takes place in Philadelphia, obviously, and Mark Wahlberg's a biology teacher. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that is funny. I see what you're saying. Yeah. And then you know he he's sort of the cool teacher. Uh, you know, like uh, oh yeah, I can joke with the kids. But uh, then um yeah, I'll get you a couple beers after school. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you drink them with me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, then they uh you know th- there's this uh, emergency alert goes out. Say hey everyone, class dismissed. And then everyone starts freaking out a little bit. And I mean I will say this about it. It does uh, show the panic well. Uh huh. It does show people panicking pretty realistically. Yeah. And uh, fast forward, there's just a lot of hilarious moments. I mean, I can isolate one. It's I think it's everyone's favorite moment in the movie is when Mark Wahlberg and his, his gang show up at this old lady's house to spend the night. She's crazy, mm-hmm. and she thinks that they're robbing them. Mm. And she has a gun. She's gonna shoot him. And Mark Wahlberg, she's like, "You're gonna rob me." And Mark Wahlberg goes, uh, "No." course not we're not gonna rob you <laughs> like just a look on his face because you could tell he's he's just had it yeah and i really think that was mark Wahlberg, not his character just done yeah and that's the take they decided to use but anyway fast forward to the end it's basically the plants yeah are creating this mass suicide pandemic and that that's all we get yeah as far as an answer that's the twist yeah because like every and when you watch it every time Somebody kind of like gets it in them. There's like a little bit of wind. Yeah, yeah, the wind. Yeah, and the wind is carrying like these trees are like putting out a toxin. Yes. Um, we're only gonna. I, I'm gonna try not to ruin all the movies, but this movie sucks. And yeah, you yeah, oh, watch yeah. It. just watch it for uh, the comedic value. It's well worth it. I mean, there's lots of cool deaths. Yeah. I mean, they there look are. funny. Um, <laughs> like, go ahead. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So, what, for me, what makes a good pandemic movie? I agree with you completely. Mm. I I want. I love it when I see a uh, an apocalyptic movie and they're doing things that I'm like, oh, I would do this. Right. And I like it even more when they do it and they show like the downfall of maybe doing it that way. Totally. Um, you know, uh, this is the end. Is a really solid like apocalypse movie. Sure. Yeah. And not not a pandemic per yeah, se, yeah. but you know, <clears throat> it, it does kind of fit. Maybe we'll kind of turn it a little bit into just like end of the world apocalypse sure, type stuff. Sure. But pandemic as well. Um. But you know, just like those, that group of people in the house. Yeah. And honestly, I don't even like the movie that much. But I like the survival stuff, like what they're trying to do. Right, right. Because it's, it's realistic. T- yes. Every time they try to do something, the one thing they know they shouldn't do, like okay, we have all this food. The one thing they know they shouldn't do, they do it and it gets all eaten. Right. Well, you know, that's you what know? I mean. It's uh, every. I like the movie because everybody I know is one of those people. Yeah. And it really, it, for me, it's like, oh yeah, that's a what funhouse version of them. Like, you can see some of that happening, but that was just way out of line. For sure. Oh, for yeah. sure. I mean, everyone's got that friend that didn't get invited. Mm-hmm. You know, passes out in the bathtub and maybe eats all the food. Yeah. yeah. Everyone kind of likes this guy. He's like their a hole, so they kind of just put up with him. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Then you kind of got the guys whose house it is. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I think Eric's trying to insinuate some uh, uh, 
some underlying story that I'm just not pulling. And then, you know, there's, like, the one dude who's, like, really wants to be friends with the main dude, but they're, like, not vibing, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> then the uh, Craig Robinson. Yeah, Craig, yeah. Then this and Craig then, then this Craig Robinson. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think that there's some really good uh, what not to do. Right, right. You know, I honestly, the thing that I felt was actually really natural, uh-huh. and I don't know what this says about me, but, like, when um, uh, Emma Watson is there, yes. or Emma, yeah. Yeah, Emma Watson. Yeah. Or Emma Thompson. Yeah, Emma Watson. Hermione. Hermione, thank you. Uh, she is there, and, like, they're discussing, like, like we don't want her to think she's going to be raped. Right, right, you know? Right, right. And, like, they're, like, having the discussion, but it's, like... It looked really maniacal yeah like why are but like why are we having this discussion we're all good people like why would we do this but it's just i don't know it seems like something that would like happen totally go through like our group of friends minds like like everybody be cool not that i think our group of friends is rapey i'm just saying that That one or two of us yeah it's mostly eric the vampire (laughs) (laughs) that's why you're single yeah um and i just thought that was a really funny exchange and then her reaction and just really oh yeah beating them up pretty realistic very good reaction you know so yeah, I think my, I, I my think scene that plays into me is like, let's do all the drugs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like that was a... Uh, I like the idea of like trying to have fun yeah. when they were like trying to redo parts of their movies. Sure, I can like, see... Yeah, just like acting things out. Right. Like, it, I don't know. It was just... There was a, there was a lot of fun there. Yeah, yeah. I, it's cool because the water scene uh-huh. when they have to go get the water. Yeah. That's actually a really tense scene. Yeah. And, and it's funny though, but it's like, wow, that's kind of... That's really scary. Mm-hmm. And then we'd all... I know we'd all draw straws for it. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it's, again, I think I really enjoy it because it's like, oh yeah, that's so-and-so, that's so-and-so, you, they act kind of like that, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. So it's like, I can see it going this way. <laughs> um, I'm going to give, I'm going to, I'm going to follow it up with a, yes. with an actual contagion one, sure. one that really, uh, genuinely scared me the yeah. first time I watched it and came out of nowhere. Right. Yeah. It came out of nowhere. Um, and I mean, it's fitting for what's going on, uh, quarantine. Hey, yeah, good the, one. The first watch of Quarantine is really, mm-hmm. really good. It builds. I'm, I'm a, I love found footage movies. It's one of my guilty pleasures. Um, I love zombie mm-hmm. stuff. This was about a rabies virus that basically oh, made you what, into a zombie. Virus? Rabies. Oh, I thought you said something. You thought I said rabies? Yes. Because you carry it over from because the you're time. the rapey one. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Okay, I cool. got rabies. Yeah, kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the uh, yeah, like I thought there was a really like I knew kind of what it was about. Right. Right. And when I watched it, I watched it with friend of the show Andy and a couple other people, and we were generally. And part of it was we were all feeding off of each other. Oh sure, there was a lot of dark cam stuff in there, yeah, yeah, the yeah. night vision uh, uh, angles. It's, yeah, and just and the idea of like having okay, we can't get out, so we have to go up. You know, they keep having to go up, and people keep turning and getting oh bit, my and all. God. And it's just an intense movie when they're running down the stairs at well, one point, and you see a couple of the 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 infected. Oh my god, it's so good! And then the way that that it ends, where like they kind of figure out where the virus is coming from and everything. I don't want to spoil that, but yeah, no. when they get to this point, it ends really strong, it does, and it's great. It's so good. You don't see it punches you in the face, and, and you know, then you kind of like kind of remember, oh. Somebody mentioned this, and somebody mentioned this, and this is what happened. Yep. And it just really builds to a very suspenseful uh, ending, and yeah. was totally worth a watch. I've not watched it a second time. Uh, it's hard I've, to have I've, a rewatch on that. I've heard it didn't have good rewatch, but I, I can imagine why. Right. Because uh, that movie's all about you not knowing what's going yeah, on. Yeah. I think another reason you liked it, too, is because it, it takes place in one spot, basically. I love that. Yeah. yeah you love yeah. that. And it's, again, it adds that the walls are closing in vibe yeah. to it. I feel like from watch, I've seen it a couple, maybe three times, and um, it the sh- the scenes start out 
very wide mm -hmm. in the beginning. And yeah. then they start pushing in. Yeah. I mean, the rooms might not be getting smaller, but the frame is getting smaller. Mm -hmm. So you feel like the audience start feeling like, oh, God, it's closing in. Yeah. Something's behind me. Yeah, it's good. It's a good, good choice, cool. man. That's cool. a yeah. really good yeah, one, I'm man. Glad, glad you liked it. Yeah, I'll yeah. never watch it again. But if you haven't seen it and you're, and you're bottled up right now, go <laughs> check it out. It will not help. <laughs> it will not help you. Um, can you give me another? Uh, the Crazies. 20, oh. The 2010, not the not the 1970s Romero yeah. version, which I do regard as great. It's good, yeah. it's good. but the, um, the the newer one is fantastic. Tim Timothy Oliphant in the lead, yeah, just just doing doing what he does yeah. best, man. Um, I love that movie. Just a, another good, solid, you know, disease movie. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot to say about it. Just that it's well acted. And the gore is amazing. Yeah, I the, mean, gore is, the gore is gore is through the effing roof in this movie, yeah. but it. It's not gore for the sake of gore. It's like, oh, that's what happens when you get this virus, and it gives you that sense of dread that all the characters are feeling. I, you could take um, the two leads from <laughs> what's your vampire movie that you like, Thirty Days of Night. Yes, and you could switch them out with Timothy Oliphant. Oh and yeah, and it, it, it's the same character. Oh, big time. It's the same. Like I actually, when I'm remembering those movies, I'm remembering them together and not separately oh, right, they right. reminded me so much and i feel like ben foster's in both of them i don't actually know i can't <laughs> I, I know right maybe he is like, i feel like he's in the crazies you know i don't think he is but like you, do you see what i'm saying now now, now that i've said like the comparison <laughs> yeah. it kind of feels like it's that got the same reason. kind of vibe big yeah time, I, I don't know what it is but yeah i remember watching it and just being like okay that was worth a watch yeah yeah it, okay it was one it, of those it was, yeah it was yeah. totally worth a watch but like I said, I blend it so much with 30 Days of Night. Gotcha. And it's mostly because, yeah, Timothy Oliphant and uh, Josh Hartnett are, like, playing the same guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that yeah. is Hartnett. I yeah. forgot about that guy. Um, no, that's a good one. I, I really like it's a, that It's one. a solid pandemic movie. Just, yeah. you know, it's it's good. Yeah. I, I like it. I mean, the, not to take any away from the 73 version. It's mm -hmm. good, too. But yeah. watch them both. You got time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to say it. But, you know, I've talked to great lengths about them. Uh -huh. 28 days, 28 weeks later. There we go. They're so good. Yeah, I like, amazing. And I like how they are in the same universe, but they feel like two different movies. Yeah, because exactly. Danny Boyle didn't come back for the second one. Um, you know, the first one does feel like an indie movie. The second one feels, you know, like a like a studio film. Yeah, big time. You know, that, that forced studio sequel. But but it worked for me. It did. It was Because different. I liked the addition of the military. Yes. And again, when we're talking about what people would do, I love how people would act. That's why I love The Walking Dead so much. So many shout out to The Walking Dead. We love that. Yeah, we do. Uh, the comic book, like if I survive the zombie apocalypse, it'll be because of The Walking Dead comic book. Oh, okay. Uh, but there's a lot of very... Of uh, smart survival things in there, and just like the idea, especially in Twenty Eight Weeks Later, when that little boy is like outside of the house that's all boarded up in the beginning, and you know they're like thinking, "Do we help this kid?" Right, right. Like what? Like do we save this kid? And I and, it, and but it all comes down to okay, we save him, but how does that benefit? Us? Yeah, you, and you've you, got to make tough calls like that. I know, and right? and oh, I get so. Panic, like you know, even in this climate we are right now, like what I wouldn't do to keep my family safe, right. you know. And you see that in in the especially in the zombie type stuff, like what, like what, do you, what, what, what the concessions do you have to make? Yeah, what, right. what lengths do you go? Um, in The Walking Dead, you know, there's a uh, uh, in the comic and in the in the show, there's a uh, farmer. His name is Herschel, and he lets like a, the main group kind of stay at his farm, but he's like, hey, don't go in the barn. And it turns out, like, in the barn, it's, like, some of his zombified kids. 
Oh, that's right. And some yeah, of his neighbors. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. like, you know, these are people that we knew. Right, right. You know, like, we, you know, we can't just kill them. You know, and it's but just like, the, they're not You've got to make that thing, like, that. It's it hasn't been them mm-hmm. yeah. since they turned. I mean, you got to, I know it's their face, yeah. sort of. Yeah. But it's not them anymore. Now you're just putting everyone at risk. Now we got to kill you, Herschel. In uh, in in the first uh, in twenty eight days later, where uh, I can't remember the, the main uh, characters, uh, the main female's name, but she's like hole up in like a convenience store. Oh yeah, because uh-huh. she can pull that grate right, down. Right down. Yep. Um, that's smart. Yeah, it's you know it is like those things that kind of give but don't break. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just a, a lot of fun survival techniques. Yeah, and it's in cool there. that you. I mean, you could even attribute those things to not even zombie stuff. Like, oh, I need to hide somewhere. Yeah. And it's. Just lock it down. It, it it would be too much trouble for somebody to get in, get in there, yeah, to get you. It's like, eh, whatever they have is probably not worth me trying to break into this thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, that's a, that's a good one, man. I like that. Those are good classic effing movies, dude. Yeah, and and they're so good. I mean, I, I'm trying to go for the more. Maybe you've not seen these movies. Yeah, go for um, it. This one is a. I I don't know. I, I think you've seen this one. Mm-hmm. It's from 2003, based on a Stephen King novel, Dreamcatcher. Uh, have you seen Dreamcatcher? Yes. You I know, have to. Do you know why I watch Dreamcatcher? And do you know why I'd say 40% of people watch Dreamcatcher? Why is that? The uh, Animatrix. Oh, I'm not a the beginning. Dude. Yeah, the familiar. beginning of the... Uh, uh, oh, that was the trailer for Dreamcatcher. It wasn't the trailer. Uh, they had like this 20-minute uh, like re-enter the Matrix anime thing beforehand. It's awesome. Right, and it's called the it's called the uh, the last the last days of the Osiris or something like that. Do you remember? Do, did you see it? I have seen. I have seen the Animatrix. Yeah. So most of the people, it was that one with the uh, the black guy and the Asian chick, and they're like fighting. Oh yeah, and yeah, they're, yeah. Like, Cutting each other's clothes yeah. off. Uh-huh. It yeah. was that that played before. Oh, Dream so that's Catcher. why everybody. That was, was a huge part. It's like, oh, I'm already here. I it's sort of like this. when uh, episode one from Star Wars trailer was on Meet Joe Black. Yes. Everyone's like, oh, I'm gonna go buy a ticket for Meet Joe Black. Exactly. Um, this is before the internet, kids, where you had to go to the movies to, to watch the trailer. Back in our day. <laughs> yeah. Dating ourselves a little bit. In like 2002 or four, yeah, or whatever that so was. Yeah, so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, Dreamcatcher, uh, enter- I- I- I'm just going for straight up entertaining sometimes. Sure. It's just entertaining. Yeah. It's got a who's who of the cast. Yeah. I mean, Jason Lee. Yeah. Big star back then. Um, Morgan Freeman. Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Morgan Freeman. Did I already say Morgan Freeman? Yeah. Tom Sizemore. Ah. Plays yeah. one of the military. Oh, yeah, he, he uh, does that. Uh, you know, a call back to my last pick, Timothy Oliphant Timothy is in this Oliphant. movie yeah. as well. Guy's, guy's great. He was on, uh, a few years ago, he was on Conan. He was promoting a Santa Clarita Diet, which is it's a good. zombie it, yep. uh, zombie show. Yep. Good. Yeah. It's a good show. I like yeah, it. Yeah, me and my wife love it. Too I bet they canceled it. Did they? They're not going to do season three? I know. I'm bummed about it, too. Uh, It's it's a good show. God. Like, what else can happen to me? I know. (laughs) (laughs) It it can't get any worse. I know, right? Uh, Uh, And also, uh, the Punisher himself, Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane is in there. That's right. Uh, Basically, it's about that these aliens come to the planet and kind of start infecting Was Thomas Jane also in The Mist? He was indeed. Okay. That's a great movie, by the by. That should have been my pick. But uh, these aliens uh, basically have this thing that crawls up inside you. They call it the uh, the, the, the crap weasels, basically, because <laughs> they ingest in you. But it's sort of like reverse face huggers, but they go the other way. Uh, and they, they gestate in your belly. Yeah, I forgot so, all about that. Yeah, yeah. And it just it 
turns to get these re really odd blops on your skin. And yeah. Just a really good movie. It's got aliens and Morgan Freeman oh. and a pre-crazy Tom Sizemore. <laughs> no, I think he was still crazy then. Oh, you were able Tom to keep it together the, for yeah, a movie, okay, Tom yeah. Sizemore. <laughs> like a fewer cracks in the... In the foundation size, yeah, more. smoking crack in the foundation. <laughs> that that was a drug of choice. Oh gosh, that is substantiated. You can't sue me, Tom. Yeah, yeah, I synced it. <laughs> I did it with you. One that I think I think that we can both agree on, yes. and is I think it's underrated. To be honest, is a uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yes, dude. Um, oh yeah, big time. Uh -huh. It's kind of like a Contagion slash Alien thing. And, but that's not what the movie's about. Nope. You know, something has gone awry out in the real world. Right. Our main character, played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead, wakes up in this bunker. Right. And uh, there's a guy who's like, oh, I rescued you. You right. can't go out there. Uh, it's toxic. And then there's another dude there, yes. too. So John Goodman uh, plays a guy who kind of, like, quote, rescued her. Yes. And he's just kind of, like, keeping them there, because I think he's just gone completely crazy. Right. But there is an alien invasion. There is is uh, a threat happened. of exposure. Yeah. And again, we were talking about claustrophobic. Oh, yeah. You know, this bunker is claustrophobic. It's got plenty of food. Um, they've got things to do, games to play. Right. I think movies to watch, what, too. A lot of movies. Yeah, like the guy's got, he's got a lot of stuff. But he's been down there probably longer than the disaster, you know. Oh, he, big He'd time. already had just been in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's already been... Through it, he's got in he's his got head so many times. Yeah, he's got cabin fever. He's got the uh, he's got disco fever. Yeah, the wet willies, the deep down crazies, <laughs> uh, the the screaming the moist. space rudeness. Yeah, he's got or ocean, ocean madness, or ocean rudeness rather. Um, and yeah, so the, it ends up kind of becoming this survival story inside of a survival scenario. Sur survival scenario. Yeah, inside the bunker, like you don't have to worry about what's going on outside because. Probably what's in there with you, if you don't know them, is going to be a lot more dangerous. Yeah. It, I don't know. Again, it's just like, like you said, the claustrophobia. Oh, yeah. Because what's the most dangerous, you know, thing on the planet? Man. John Goodman. <laughs> John Goodman, yeah. They, they mixed the, the blood and the DNA from the greatest predators on the planet. A, a great white shark and a jaguar and a Komodo dragon. And it's John Goodman. <laughs> it's, just, it's just, it turns out it's John Goodman. <laughs> but yeah, the claustrophobia aspect, the... um. The, the suspense aspect is suspense, through, the, through the roof, man. Not knowing your surroundings. Right. And, and not knowing if that really happened. Yeah. Yeah. Because you wake up, like, is there actually a, an epidemic? Yeah. Or is this dude just crazy? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a crazy good movie. And well, I don't want to ruin that one part where she's climbing through the vent. Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah. Yeah. It's a. Uh, Watch. It's, honestly, yeah. This should be the first one on your list. Listeners. If you haven't watched Ten Cloverfield, Just, you don't turn this off and watch it. Come back. You don't need to have watched Cloverfield. Nope. Um, did you ever watch the Cloverfield Paradox? I did. Uh, how was that? It didn't solve anything. Oh, cool, cool. And it, 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 it's definitely the worst of the three. Okay. It's not even really that good. Okay. Um, it had a lot of hype. Remember? Yeah. That hype was through Tons. the roof, and then um, but uh, yeah, I was a little disappointed about maybe not the literal connection between the two yeah. Cloverfield movies, but. Yeah. I think it was more just like it's the Cloverfield is the just like the umbrella for the yeah. movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. So I mean, because I enjoyed Cloverfield. Yeah. The first one yeah. was good, um, but yeah, this one's just it's got everything. Yeah. Like seriously, I, I it, it's 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 like Hitchcockian too. <laughs> yeah. Just the way that they really 
it's stretch out the tension. The tension, the uh, it's like a piano wire at some points. So you're like, oh god, like yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah, good choice, man. Yeah, that's definitely. I'd say that's my favorite now. Mm. That's up there with like Twelve Monkeys and, and Children of Men. <laughs> Children of Men and uh, an outbreak. Outbreak, you know, of course. We talked a little bit contagion. about them in a yeah, previous episode, that, yeah. uh, but um, it, you know, uh, I do want to bring up something that maybe you can talk more about because I've only seen it a few times and it's it's my one of my favorite. It's my favorite in the trilogy, Blade Two. Oh, okay. You like it more than Blade One, huh? Oh, big time. Wait, mm. wait, yeah, because uh, G- G- Guillermo. Yeah, Guillermo. Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro is yeah. the director, mm-hmm. correct? Okay, yep. um, just amazing. Yeah, the way it's like the costumes look good, well shot, actually really well acted. Yeah, and um, it's from what I remember, <laughs> um, it is a it is a pandemic movie because now the vampires get infected, right? Yes. And they turn into Reapers? Yeah, they turn into Reapers. These not, like, not the other thing. Yeah, these like super vampires uh, <laughs> that are just mindless feeding machines. Right. Um, yeah, it's an interesting uh, premise that Guillermo and I believe David Goyer came up yes. with. And they, you know, just like, oh, what do vampires fear? Right. And it's like a vampire of vampires. Yes, because they have to feed on... Or they can feed they on Yeah, they can too. feed on, on, on anything, but they're targeting... You know, it's it's like when there's two apex predators. Well, okay, so you they know. want to wipe out the, yes. the, the, okay. the competition. Gotcha. Um, so like how we have the pythons in Florida eating all the alligators. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like that, Eric. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, that's, I like that one too because that's kind of more in our wheelhouse. Sure. Comic book movie, uh, you know. Really holding it down when there really weren't any comic book movies. Oh, yeah. It know? was, for a moment, there, it wasn't the best comic book oh, movie for yeah. a minute. Yeah, you're like, oh. This, they're never going to get better than this. God, I hope they put more BS in here, you know? I remember when the first Blade came out and we were saying that. It's, it's still not bad. It's so good. Like, it's it's still so good. It's good. I mean, some of that CGI is awful, but... Uh, yeah. The CGI is worse than Blade 2, though. Remember when they're fighting in front of those lights? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and Blade looks like he's made of rubber? Right. Yeah. And then uh, they, they have Donnie Yen, and he dies off screen. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so terrible. Donnie Yen playing Snowball. And, uh, yeah, he's looks cool. Looks cool. You no. want to see him do something, and he then does he nothing. Does it, I mean, he does one, two cool sword moves, yeah. and then they just say it over, like, the radio. Oh, Snowball's dead. Yeah. Like, did he just go out for a coffee and then did get let back on the line? I guess, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that was such a waste of Donnie Yen. I know. That was before we really knew who he was in America. Right. Like mainstream. And maybe even some people still don't. But, I mean, now with the excess of, of, of Eat Mom movies. Like, yeah, sure. There, people watch those on Netflix, and they're like, "Oh my god, who is this guy?" It's like, and it's well, like, we were in the know. Yeah, we we love Donnie Yen. We love him. But um, yeah, I thought that was an it's just a little interesting twist on the. I, I uh, like the, the idea. I like the, the idea, and the like they're like what because because it also it kind of has like some precedent in nature with bacteria killing other bacteria right. and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I, I, I yeah, that that's a good pull. I mean, that's I, a good I'm, pull. I'm afraid of these things. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think it's hard for us not to do a lot of vampire and zombie stuff. Uh, That's a, well, you know, we could get into like more hardcore. I mean, Resident Evil it, it made their whole franchise off of. Mm-hmm. Were they are those considered zombies in Resident Evil? Yeah, especially the the first movie. Especially the okay. first movie, they just have a bunch of different uh, um, other creatures. Like, I really think that what hurt Resident Evil in the films was that they got r- away from just zombie stuff, which is what really made the games good. Is right. that they got away from zombie stuff? Uh, you know, because you, you want you want to you want a boss fight. 
You right, know, of course. So it it works better in video game because at least they're still zombie fodder. Sure. But I don't know. It it didn't care. But I think Resident Evil One is one of my favorite zombie movies. Right. Right. And yeah, again, just like seeing what. What's the survival technique when technology is involved? Right. When you're the Umbrella Corporation and you can do whatever you want and you still can't contain the... Right, game, right. That you know? is... Yep. That's uh, a little bit on the... Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, it is. It is. And, and I like the idea with this like illusion of control. Sure. So, I think... Yeah, I think Resident Evil 1 especially, and I think more so than the other ones. Because you don't care about the T-Virus after that. No, no, you no, don't, no. I, I, don't, I don't really care about it. I don't either. But the, but the T-Virus is so interesting in that first movie. I mean, yeah. I think people would be surprised to know, a lot of our listeners, that they recently, up to like maybe two years ago, just stopped making these. Yeah. yeah they've like, been making these for like almost 20 years. There's like six or seven of them. Yeah. And they're terrible, except for the first one. There's some interesting stuff in the second one, and then I, I can't find anything I like from right, right, from right. Through literally, I think there's six or seven. Yeah, um, I mean, there's a lot of them great out there. We got the Andromeda Strain. I, I mean, uh, old school movie, mm-hmm. awesome. I mean, we don't, you know, we could just start naming off ones. Maybe ones we should see. Yeah, you know, we should see these uh, REC movies. Yeah, yeah, they owe us some a, money. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to push that. I feel like we might have, we might owe them money. Yeah, I remember when those were coming. When the first one came out, I've heard that it's good, but I couldn't tell you oh, what it's about. Yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah, I, I didn't know they made three of them though. Right. Yeah. And then of uh, course we got our you know Omega Man. Omega Man. Uh, I am Legend. Legend. Yeah, we, are, we talked a little bit about those yeah. a, a couple episodes ago. Um, and then we got our big two: Contagion and Outbreak. Yeah. You know, those are the big big two, which everyone's just name dropping now. And yeah, it's it's everywhere right now. Um, but I yeah, mean, it, I, I think that those and are Philadelphia. Philadelphia, gosh, yeah. Go ahead, Eric. Finish. Go ahead, do your thing. <laughs> oh no, no. I'm just saying. Hey, man, be careful out there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> On that note, kids, that's gonna be our show. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what we're doing, please hit the subscribe button. Uh, give us a like. Tell us which Contagion movies you're watching right now. Which ones are your favorites? Which ones should we watch? Yes. Um, I haven't watched a, a ton. These are, these are the ones that I've seen. Um, Eric, do you have any final thoughts for us? No. Uh, nope. Nope. Jesus. You know. No, I, no. I mean, I'm, I'm afraid of uh, Reapers. Yeah, yeah. And I'm afraid of Philadelphia. <laughs> well, yeah. The city of brotherly love. Ain't got no love for a brother. All right? <laughs> uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. I have been your host, Roman Chavez. I'm still Eric Eckers. And we'll catch you next time.